what did you learn, if anything, about the relationship with Linda and about Paul the father as well as the husband? I think what we learned about Paul the father was that, I mean, he, he, he really did dote on those kids and wanted them there all the time. So when he went into the recording studio, they were there. When he went on tour, they were there. You know, that that's yeah. a little unusual. Guys tend to say, okay, now now is when I go off to work, you know, and, yeah. and leave the yeah. house. And uh, Which is what he had done back in the 60s. Until Linda and uh, Yoko oh, and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And with Linda, it's interesting. Uh, you know, I think that for Linda, he could be a bit of a handful. You know, certainly at the opening of the book, when he's all depressed about the breakup of the Beatles, I can't imagine that many women wanting to be Linda at that point, even though a lot of them were quite jealous of Linda around the time they got married. Um, You know, Linda's, you know, keep in mind, they're up there in this sort of ramshackle house uh, up in Scotland that had had at that point basically no repairs done to it, uh, no running hot water. Um, It's... Late October, early November, it's getting pretty cold up there. She's got a new baby, and she's got a young girl, Heather, from her first marriage. And she has to take care of Paul, who is, you know, drunk uh, and not wanting to get out of bed, not wanting to shave, really depressed about his future. Um, So she really has her hands full and she has the job, which you and I might think, look, this is pretty easy convincing Paul McCartney that he can have a career on his own without the Beatles. He wasn't thinking that way. He was, you know, his entire adult life, he'd been in the Beatles. And Linda had to say, look, wait a minute, you know, you're an incredible bassist, one of the best bassists in rock and roll. You're a very, very good pianist you're a more than serviceable drummer and you're an excellent guitarist and let's not forget that you're a fantastic songwriter so why can't you and just you go can on? write some good lyrics when you put your mind to it that's right that's right she might not have said that but you know <laughs> she had to make a case she had to convince him that he could be paul mccartney solo artist and mm. it, it sounds you know like to us like that might be an easy job but when you're facing someone who's that depressed and and that you know lost really um that was a hard job and all the while also dealing with the kids and the house and the situation uh you know she liked it up there she liked the sort of rough and tumble aspect of life in scotland but with all this going on it it can't have been fun and i think that linda comes off in the book I think is a really interesting character. I mean, there are there are times when people find her sort of overbearing and entitled. There was a, a, a recording engineer who whose studio they rented in New York, and he just found her insufferable. And he told us that, and and we quoted it because it's you know it's someone's honest feeling about yeah. about what they felt. But there are other times, you know, you look at some of the Linda interviews quoted in the book, and she is straightforward and down to earth. You know, someone asks her, okay, you know, you're playing piano in wings, and you're getting a lot of criticism for it, and you're trying to learn piano. Is, is Paul helping you? Is he a good teacher? 
And you would expect the PR answer, you know, oh, yeah, Paul's really, you know, helping me. Yeah. She said, no, yeah. absolutely not. He has no patience whatsoever for someone who doesn't know how to do it already, <laughs> you know. And, you know, look, some musicians wow. are great teachers and some musicians are not great teachers. And um, I guess he wasn't. But she came yeah. right out and said it. To hear more of this interview, go to Buskin with the Beatles on Patreon. That's www.patreon.com forward slash BWTB.